The 2023 season certainly did not work out the way that we wanted for the San Francisco Giants, but it wasn't without its moments. Impact performances by upside rookies, great performances by the Giants' top two starting pitchers, a 10-game winning streak, and more. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, so check us out there. And please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. Also, hey, swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And coming up on today's show, as I said we were going to do yesterday, I mean, as I said yesterday that we were going to do today, uh, we're going to be reliving for me the top moments of 2023 and so without further delay this is not necessarily in any particular order but it is kind of grouped by category and it kind of is in a order for me starting with what may have been the best because it is the most long-term exciting and that for me I'm starting right away with Kyle Harrison's home debut against the Cincinnati Reds his first outing in Philadelphia I thought he showed flashes of brilliance is a little bit of a strong word, but flashes of ace frontline starter potential in that outing, even though the final line wasn't great. However, in his second start, his home debut against the Cincinnati Reds, he he put it all together. I mean, it just took two starts to do so. He, he ended up going six and a third. He allowed three hits. No runs, he walked two, and he struck out 11. This is exactly the kind of ace potential, you know, manifested that we were hoping from the 20, hoping for from the 21 year old Kyle Harrison. And so, uh, just a spectacular home debut. And a the reason why this is like a big one for me is because. Kyle Harrison is such an important and big part of the Giants' future. And so to see a rookie in his second career start, a guy who's been ranked inside the top 10 at times by various publications in terms of best prospects in baseball, and certainly pretty consistently in the top 20 by most publications for the last year plus, uh, to see him in his second start put together an outing like that, uh, and, and Gabe Kapler after the game said this, and I agreed with him. He said it was one of the better pitching performances he's seen since he's been here, since he's been with the Giants, meaning since 2020 
not just for the Giants, but on either side for the opponent or for the Giants. That's how dominant Kyle Harrison was. And so uh, to see flashes of that, even though he didn't necessarily keep it up, uh, obviously, if you keep that up, you're like a you're going to win the Cy Young. Um, but to, to show flashes of it was uh, and to show it in his second start was just incredible. So moving on, we're going to get there's about 10 or 11 items we're going to get to or moments, I should say. And the, the next one is another rookie and probably the second or first most important rookie from this season. And that's Patrick Bailey, who, by the way, is a Gold Glove Award finalist, one of three finalists that will be announced at some point. But he's what he may win it. You know, he's one of three, even though he didn't play close to a full season. But the second moment for me is his um, game ending pickoff against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So the score was four to three Giants. He had already thrown out a runner on the bases earlier in the game. I want to say he came in as like a defensive replacement and he threw somebody out on the bases at second base uh, uh, in a stealing attempt. And the D-backs, remember, they're they're in the NLCS right now. And a big part of that is their speed and athleticism kind of taking over games. And Bailey just kind of shut it down in a one-run game. And in the ninth inning with Geraldo Perdomo on first and two outs, Patrick Bailey picked him off. And I recall it was not an ideal pitching uh, matchup. It was the lefty Sean Manaya against the most dangerous righty that the uh, D-backs have, Christian Walker, a guy who's a perennial 30-plus homer hitter at the plate. And Bailey just like took the bat out of his hands by picking off Perdomo at first base to end the game. And it just, um, you know, Kruk and Kipe, I remember Kruko saying, Patrick Bailey, you are worth your weight in gold. It was just like, it, it just added, it was, it was like the moment. He had so many great moments defensively, but that one was just like, so many great moments had already happened. And then he did that in addition to throwing the guy out earlier at second, trying to steal in a close game. Uh, it was just, that was the moment where you're like, this guy is on another planet than even other good defensive major league catchers. And so one of my top moments for sure from 2023. And then, you know, sticking with the theme of Patrick Bailey, was this game against the New York Mets uh, where basically Patrick Bailey arrived on the scene. And the reason that he arrived on the scene was because finally, you know, they were in New York. And the famous line from this game was from the MLB.com New York Mets reporter who said somebody named Patrick Bailey just hit a three-run homer that gave you know, turned a Mets lead into a uh, Mets two run lead into a one run Giants lead, essentially. But he said somebody named Patrick Bailey. And so by this point, you know, we were Patrick Bailey had done many, many impressive things by this point. And yet this dude who literally writes for MLB.com covering the Mets said somebody named Patrick Bailey. And so, yes, it was a three run homer in the eighth inning with the Giants down to, uh, four to two. So it put them you know, from behind four to two to up five to four. And then in the, that it didn't even end there in the bottom of the ninth, the Mets with one out had 
Starling Marte running or yeah on first base and they the Mets had gone like a month and a half without having a base runner thrown out and Starling Marte took off for second and Patrick Bailey threw the dude out and so it was just like another one of those exclamation point moments for him he had a lot of them and Kapler, the quote I'm reading here as I look over the box score and and kind of the game story was that it was a superstar caliber night from Patrick Bailey on both sides. Um, And that was when he was still hitting. After that, the offense really fell off. And really after that game, that's when the team started to fall off. So that was kind of the peak of the, they were 10 games over 500 with that win. Um, So yeah, those those are my kind of first three ones. And then coming up in just a minute, we're going to move to some more, which largely or at least partially focus on the Giants' two best starting pitchers, Logan Webb and Alex Cobb, and the best moments of their season. Uh, they had some good ones. And so we will get into it and more, including this hilarious quote from Jacob Junis that uh, we will revisit and why he said what he said. In just a minute, and before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our good, good friends over at Sleeper. The MLB playoffs are here, which means your clock is ticking on your chance to win a hundred times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been exciting than it is right now, and now is the most exciting time of the year. Unfortunately, the Giants aren't in it, but still, super compelling watching these uh, championship series go on and. You can check out each and every game and check out your favorite players or whoever, maybe even the lesser known players for a little bit. Perhaps you can get an edge knowing a little bit more about these players and you just like scroll through any player you'd like and then all these different categories per player and you just simply select more or less on your favorite stats, whatever they are, home runs, hits, strikeouts and more for up to a 100 times payout on sleeper get your picks right and you can win big entries can be made in under a minute it's super fast super easy use promo code locked on and you'll get up to a 100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details all right as promised more of my favorite moments from 2023 Let me know in the comments below what were your favorite moments from 2023. And thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, hey, guess what? We may be trying something new. We're going to try to try something new, if that makes any sense. Um, In that I'm going to try to do a live show. And we will, you know, I'll, I'll answer some questions live in the chat section on YouTube. So look out for that. I'll schedule it ahead of time. I'm just new to this. This is something that's set up for us at Locked On, but I haven't done it before. So I just need to like figure out how to do it. And I'm planning to do that tomorrow. So, and any managerial search updates will always take precedent over any other plans. And we will have those for you, hopefully some updates. But continuing on the next best moments or just, you know, like I said, these are not necessarily in order, but for me, Alex Cobb coming one out away from a no-hitter was definitely one of the highlights of the 2023 season. And it just, um, you know, it was just a good example of how good Alex Cobb can be when he's when he's right. And this season, uh, he dealt with, I think, a nagging hip issue. We, we heard that it kind of 
basically bothered him for not the better part of the year. I don't know, like a couple months at least. And so he wasn't, he wasn't right definitely towards the end of the season, but he certainly was right in this outing in which he came oh so very close to a no-hitter. And really, you could make an argument, as some have, that he, uh, you know, this was also in that Cincinnati series uh, when Kyle Harrison made his debut. So this was like right before... Uh, home debut, I should say. This was they. They kind of looked like they were recovering from a, a little bit of a sputter they had going, but then they fell apart. This is the end of August, and so at you know with this Cobb game, they improved to sixty nine and sixty three. That wasn't great, but still they needed it, and he was oh so very good. The Giants won six to one, and. You could make a case that Luis Matos didn't have the best route or, or the quickest reaction time on the play. And so really could have been a no-hitter. It is always frustrating when you lose a no-hitter with two outs in the ninth. But nonetheless, I mean, Cobb ended up going the distance. He finished out the game. He did allow that run to score. But, you know, just a terrific outing for Alex Cobb, obviously. And those, I think those two games were back-to-back. Harrison... Yes, they were. Harrison's home debut and then Alex Cobb's near no-hitter. And so that, even though they had struggled, you know, they couldn't hit basically for a couple months going into that series, and they continued to not hit into the month of September, That those two games right there, following a win against the Braves in the finale of that series, uh, it felt like, okay, they might actually pull this off. But unfortunately, things went the other direction after that. But nonetheless, um, this is just an appreciation kind of moment for me to give appreciation to Cobb, who, by the way, just turned 36 years old. And there is a club option for him for next year. It's only a $10 million option with a $2 million buyout. And so I think it's like a formality that it gets picked up because it's only an $8 million decision. And He's a guy capable of throwing a no-hitter anytime he goes out there if he's got his A stuff and if he's healthy. So next moments for me, Logan Webb. This is a guy who ended up leading the major leagues in innings pitched. It was such a goal of his to even just reach 200 innings. So not only did he reach 200 innings this year, but he led the major leagues. And it wasn't particularly close. I think he led by six innings. I guess that is kind of close, but it wasn't like he edged somebody out by a third of an inning. I think it was Zach Gallen who was second, and Gallen had a whole extra start. Webb didn't make his last start of the year, I believe. Like he could have gone on the last day, but they they didn't. And he still led the major leagues in innings. And part of that was he threw two complete games. I mean, it wasn't just that, but he threw two complete games, one of which was a shutout on the final day of the first half, which to me, like, I have a hard time. That to me, like, I was concerned about the offense as much as I was happy about Webb winning one to nothing. It wasn't like this team was just scoring all over the place and they had a random game where they got shut down. And so the fact that they only got the one run, it was against the Rockies and they just were having a hard time scoring. It was concerning. And so that game in particular doesn't stand out to me as one of the best moments, but the pitching performance was. And then Webb had another complete game. I think he did allow a maybe a, a first inning run uh, in that game. 
and then ended up going the distance and throwing a complete game. So, you know, Webb and Cobb just having their kind of peak moments of the season certainly stand out to me as two of the top moments. And then uh, the last one for, you know, this quote unquote segment before we move on to a different category of of my favorite moments was this one particular play, like I said, with this famous quote from Jacob Junis, or at least it should be famous because it was hilarious. The quote was so appropriate and hilarious and the play itself was just insane. And we have to go all the way back to the Giants 10 game winning streak, which is going to come up time and time again when we, when we wrap up with our last several favorite moments. But this one was, I believe it was the first game of a three game series in LA that the Giants ended up sweeping. And uh, yes, there it is. As I look at the game story, it's there's a video and it says the video title is Giants Dodgers stage circus play. And so this circus play, given that the Giants ultimately won the game, um, if they hadn't or if it had, I mean, the fact that it worked, the play worked out <laughs> is what mattered. And so um, it was in this was, by the way, a in this series, it may have been in this game, another Patrick Bailey moment of throwing out Mookie Betts as the tying or something run at third base. It may not have been this game, actually, but it may have been. But it was in the ninth inning. Let's I'm just like pulling it up to um Yeah. I mean, okay, so the play maybe it wasn't in the ninth inning. Maybe it was in extra innings, actually. I think actually, yes, it was in the 11th, right? It was in the 11th. This game went extra innings. Yes, here we go. So Miguel Rojas made an out and Mookie Betts reached. Oh, so there was, um, I'm so sorry. There was an automatic runner on second, right? Because it's extra innings and the Giants were up by two, they had scored two in the top of the 11th. So they were up seven to five. So the first batter made an out. So there was one out uh, with the runner still on second. And then the description of this play, let me just read it to you. Mookie Betts reaches on a fielding error by third baseman Casey Schmidt. Mookie Betts to third. Throwing error by Jacob Junis. Michael Bush out at home on the throw. Right fielder Mike Yastrzemski to shortstop Brandon Crawford to second baseman Tyro Estrada to catcher Patrick Bailey to pitcher Jacob Junis. Mookie Betts to third. That's the description of this play. And so I hope you saw it because circus play definitely describes what it was. It was a pop-up that should have been caught by Casey Schmidt. He dropped it and then it's like disaster because you should have had an out. It's Mookie Betts. Freddie Freeman's up next. If you if Mookie Betts just reaches and the automatic runner stays safe or scores even, then the tying run is on base with only one out and Freeman coming up. But Schmidt drops it and then he uh, Junis picks it up and he has no business throwing to first base, but he throws anyway. Uh, he would have had no chance of getting bets even if the throw was accurate, but he totally sailed it over the head of whoever was playing first. It went into right field. And then Mike Yastrzemski had to race over and pick it up. And as he picks it up, he looks up and realizes that the Dodgers end up with basically two runners at third base. Mookie Betts like kept going, even though the runner 
who had been on second had stopped at third. And so they had like two guys at third. So Yastrzemski ran in and then threw to Crawford, who threw to Estrada, who then threw home because the runner was coming home. Then they got that runner in a rundown. And then Bailey um, flipped it to Junis, who tagged out the runner as Betts got into third. And then Junis threw it again. And Bailey's reaction was hilarious. He was like, oh, my God, everybody calm down. And then they show a shot of Kapler, and he is just laughing in the dugout. So that play, given that they won the game, definitely a highlight of the season for me. So coming up in just a minute, my final four top moments, which, you know, a large theme is going to be some dramatic late clutch home runs. And so we will get into those moments and the specifics of them in just a minute. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today. It's just a reality, especially, I mean, we've lived through a global pandemic um, and it's important to be prepared. Right now, there's unrest in the Middle East, fires in Hawaii, always dealing with hurricanes and tornadoes in Florida earthquakes here in the Bay Area are always a possibility. And um, the Jace case is a personalized emergency medical kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also summer, uh, excuse me, customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. And this is a big thing for me for international travel, which I'm about to embark upon not too long from now. And I'm bringing my Jace case with me. And so, you know, if you have a loved one, also you can consider buying a gift card for a family member or loved one so that you can get them or so that they can get themselves a Jace case of their own. There's no better gift than the security and peace of mind of knowing that you're protected in case of the unexpected. So go to jacemedical.com and enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E medical.com. All right. As promised, my final several moments of the 2023 season that were the best for me. Like I, I feel like hopefully this episode has put you in a good mood so far to me, like remembering back, these were some great moments. It wasn't just like a utterly disastrous season that had almost no good moments. These were, you know, for a lot of the season, the giants were, I mean, for a, literally for a lot of the season, they continued to be like the third best team in the NL. I kept saying like, because people were complaining and it turned out, you know, maybe you could see this coming, the collapse or whatever, or that's just uh, confirmation bias that you can say now that it happened that you saw it coming. But um, they were the third best team in the NL a lot of the time this year behind just the Braves and the Dodgers. And then they fell apart. They couldn't hit after late June. And yeah, that was basically how it went. But a lot of good moments mixed in and including many I will not get to today. So let me know what I forgot, what you think um, were some moments. Definitely I'm aware of some, you know, Casey Schmidt's debut, Marco Luciano's debut, uh, Luis Matos's debut. So a lot of good stuff that I'm actually not going to include here. So let me know what you think. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day, we're going to try doing a live 
show. So I will, you know, post on Twitter about when it's going to be uh, on YouTube. It's going to be scheduled in advance, so you'll be able to see it if you're on there. So look out for that, and that's going to be something we're going to try uh, tomorrow. Also, of course, managerial search updates. So finally, my last kind of set of moments. The number, not number one, again, no particular order, but I had to include this one. The Giants won a game in, in LA 15 to zero. Okay. How do you not include that as one of the best moments? I guess it's not really a moment, but this was part of their 10 game winning streak. And so a lot of these next moments, including the one I just mentioned with the Jacob Junis play, that was the day before. So you get that crazy circus play. You end up winning the game. The next day they come out and they just, they win 15 to nothing against the Dodgers in Los Angeles as part of a three-game sweep in L.A. Don't ever tell me that you can predict baseball. People want to say Giants would have no shot in a playoff series, the best of three against the Brewers or the Phillies. I mean, they swept the Dodgers in L.A., including a game in which they won 15 to nothing. You just can't predict baseball in a small sample. And that series was a good example of that that game. I mean, 15 to nothing against the Dodgers. Giants hit a bunch of homers, obviously, you know, scored a bunch of runs. And they J.D. Davis hit a grand slam off the bench. And the Giants moved within a half a game of the Dodgers into, you know, first place, a half a game of first place in the division with that game. And it was part of just kind of the peak 10-game stretch of the season. So the next moment was also part of the 10-game winning streak. And for me, it you know, the next two are from our courtesy of our good friend, not our good friend, but our our someone we like quite a bit on this show, Mike Yastrzemski, who hit a walk-off splash hit against the San Diego Padres. That was a crazy, it was a four-game series, and the first three games, or at least a couple of those games, they just had dramatic uh, comebacks. This was when they were just coming back on a regular basis. And yeah, it was the first game of the series, which was immediately following the sweep of the Dodgers. So things were just rolling right then. You sweep the Dodgers. And uh, then in game one, Mike Yastrzemski hit a, uh, wait, no, no, I'm wrong. It wasn't game one. It was, oh yes, it was. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. It's hard keeping tabs of so many great moments. Yes, game one, Mike Yastrzemski hit a three. The Giants scored two in the ninth, by the way to tie the game. And so that was incredible in and of itself. And then in the bottom of the 10th with two on and a sack fly situation, Yastrzemski did more than just hit a sack fly. He hit a ball way out and into the water, um, extending the Giants winning streak to eight and just a walk-off splash hit. I mean, a splash hit in general is epic. It feels like every year Yastrzemski hits a walk-off splash hit. And he did it this year, and it was totally epic. And so the next moment is, it was also part of this 10-game winning streak, but it was earlier in the winning streak. And it was the game against the Cardinals, in which Yastrzemski uh, tied the game in, what inning was it? I had the game, oh, here it is. It was in the uh, ninth inning. Mike Yastrzemski, the Giants were down to their last out. 
last strike, actually. The Giants were down to their last strike, and Mike Yastrzemski homered uh, to tie the game. And then this game went into the 10th, and the Giants scored three runs and shut the Cardinals out in the bottom of the 10th. And this this was kind of getting going on their 10-game winning streak. I think it was the... It was game four. So they they that game had them sweep the Cardinals. They're one strike away from not sweeping and losing a game to then sweeping. And then they go to L.A., sweep the Dodgers, come home, have the crazy Yastrzemski walk. It just was a wild 10-game stretch. And, and that Yaz home run with two outs and two strikes. Anytime you hit a multiple run homer with two outs and two strikes in the ninth to tie or win or go ahead or whatever is so dramatic and always one of the best moments of a season. And you'll get a few of them per season, usually, hopefully. And there was in fact, another one at least for the giants here. And the last moment that I want to get into is Blake Sable having basically, and it was against the same team. It was the, the poor St. Louis Cardinals whom, you know, the giants had a part in kind of derailing, their season as they that was a big loss for them in april that sable uh walk-off dropped the cardinals to nine and 15 so they're one i don't know yeah one strike away again from the cardinals would have improved to 10 and 14 giants would have dropped to nine and 14 with the loss but instead they down to their last the Giants scored three runs in the ninth, I'm not sure if Sable's home run was a three-run homer. I remembered it as a two-run homer. They may have already scored a run. I don't have that exactly. And let me let me just get there in my scrolling through the game. So Jock Peterson singled. This is against Ryan Helsley, a really good closer. Okay, so Jock Peterson singled to lead off the inning. Yastrzemski doubled, which scored Jock Peterson. So. Yaz is the tying run on second with nobody out. And so you're like, okay, here we go. But then Estrada popped out to future giant Paul DeYoung. And then Brandon Crawford struck out. And so suddenly, you you know, you could have advanced Yastrzemski to third and then brought him in with a sack fly to tie the game. But instead, two outs and that runner is still on second base, Yastrzemski. And Blake Sable comes up and... You know, at this point, he had been striking out a ton. Um, he ended up still striking out a ton on the season, but he was having a hard time making contact just in general. And Ryan Helsley is like a dominant strikeout closer, and he gets two strikes on Sable. And so it's for sure looking like, you know, he's probably going to strike out and you're going to lose the game and it's going to be disappointing. You had the tying run on second, nobody out, and you couldn't bring him in. But instead, with two outs and two strikes, Blake Sable goes dead central on Ryan off Ryan Helsley for a two-run homer that won the game and it was a walk-off and it was madness and it just was amazing and Blake Sable um that was like his his kind of big moment for him probably the biggest moment of his season and therefore his career although he had a lot of big hits but that was the biggest and one of the best moments of the year for the Giants so anyway that is all the time we have for today thanks again for making Locked on Giants, your first listen every day, every day or tomorrow. Look out for the live show. Look out on Twitter. Look out on YouTube as well for the details. 
Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter or X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out a lot. So thanks in advance and thanks to everyone who's done so already. Can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.